What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Stay United podcast. Newcastle United 1, Manchester United 4. And I'll tell you, that was exactly what the players, the coaching staff, and most importantly, us as the fans needed because going into the game, there was a massive stir up because of the lineup that was chosen. And, you know, even I looked at the midfield in particular and, and felt pretty nervous going into it. But in the end, those choices were at tower and, and or they made the right decisions. Goals from Harry Maguire, Bruno Fernandes, Aaron Wan-Bissaka and Marcus Rashford gave us a much needed win in the end, which is the perfect response after a poor start to the season and especially after that Tottenham game. Now, from my viewpoint, you know, I have to praise the players and the manager today because we conceded an unfortunate own goal with a couple minutes gone worst way to start and then after that the, the team could have capitulated and that is something that we've seen before you know uh, but not today after the goal the players were positive they attacked and played quickly everything about the performance uh, was a lot sharper than what we have seen in previous games you know we were passing the ball quicker not getting caught in possession as much. And in the end, we got rewarded for that positive play, even though the, ga- the, the goals came late. So going into player ratings, let's start with David De Gea. I'd give him a seven tonight. Uh, he didn't have much to do, but when he was called upon, especially for that Callum Wilson chance that, you know, arguably he should have done better on, he made a great save, you know. I don't even think Callum Wilson could have done any better on that because he was stretching for it. And that was just a great save by David. You know, if he scores at that time, you never know how the game goes from there. So a seven for David, well played. He could have even got an eight, but he just didn't do that much. I have, didn't have to do that much in the game. Wan-Bissaka, I'd give him a seven to, you know, positive going forward. He did well because St. Maximin didn't have a, a lot of joy going down his side and he, and he didn't look like he wanted to go down that side as often. One thing about Wan-Bissaka that I can tell you is that guys don't really want to go down his side. You know, even though he's been in relatively bad form recently, guys don't want to attack his side or, you know, when going down going down the wing. So it was a good performance today and, and you know, he topped it off. With a goal, obviously, his first Manchester United uh, goal in the end. Um, on his 50th appearance at that, so congratulations. Hopefully hopefully that will install some confidence back into him. Going on to the St. Maximum film, though, I, I wouldn't just give the credit to him. I would give the credit to the whole team because, you know, you can clearly see that. And the manager as well. You can clearly see that, you know, they worked on you know, doubling and even tripling his coverage. And that really, you know, stopped him from thriving in this game. And and they were very physical with him also. So that's just uh, down to great tactics and execution by the team. Um, Lindelof, I'd give him a six. Uh, like I said before, back four and, and goalkeeper weren't tested as much. But when they were, they took care of it and, and, and cleaned up the mess. Except for the first goal. Lindelof did what he needed to do, and, and, and that's all we can ask of him. Maguire, first of all, you know, I want to say that I was wrong. 
I couldn't be any happier to say that because it's a, it's a Manchester United player doing it. You know, Harry came out and looked like a captain tonight. Aggressive, winning his headers. And it just seemed like everything defensively went through him this game as it should. You know, he got his goal and, and could have had even more. You know, but, you know, he had a, a header cleared off the line by John Joe Shelby and obviously he made a, a couple forward runs. But that is a Harry Maguire I expect to see. You know, when he's at his best, we know what he can do. You know, we don't need to speak about price tags. We know the player's ability. So it's all about consistency. I give him an eight, you know, defensively and even going forward. He was a threat today. So that's all. Like, once again, that's all we can ask of him. It's just about consistency. Luke Shaw, uh, probably a six, uh, you know, maybe a seven, but I give him a six. Positive going forward, did what he needed to do defensively. Solid performance from Luke, who started the game, unfortunately, but, you know, didn't let that own goal shape the rest of his night. McTominay and Fred, I'll grade them at the same time. They, they can both get a six or even a seven. For the most part, commanded the midfield well throughout the game. What they offered to us was more speed on the attacking, you know, something we were missing before. So they were key. They were a key reason for us with transitions in the first half and at the start of the second half, where I feel like we took it up a notch. Dan James, uh, Dan James, I'd give him a five. He was positive on the ball, but didn't really impact the game heavily. He had a chance where he decided to take the shot on, and you know it seemed like the wrong decision. You know, you can say that now, but if he finished that. But I think there were guys on either side of him, so he could have passed it into them and we may have had a better chance. And and that's part of his game, that he will improve with time. In the end of the day, he's a young player going through a tough spell, so we shouldn't expect too much from him. But at the same time, he can be better. And, and he's proven that from his first, you know, few games for the club. Uh, so I'm sure he knows that and is working hard on the training ground to make sure he will be better and will improve in the future. One thing that's you know most important for him is, is making sure that he makes the right decisions on the pitch and that will make him a lot more playable. Um, one matter played really well. I'd give him an eight, like his number, you know. One thing that I observe is that uh, he is a great... Uh, you know, he, he has a great on-pitch connection with Bruno. We all know that Juan technically is great, but whenever them two step on the pitch together, the combinations are brilliant and they always look, you know, for each other. Juan played some great passes and, and did what he does best on the pitch. And, you know, even at our old age, like he is now, and we know he's significantly slower, he still can do a job for us. Bruno, I'd give him a nine. You know, one thing you can't fault this man about is the fact that he always wants the ball. He never shies away from it. That should be an example for the rest of our guys, in it, and it becomes infectious almost when it's going off. You know, he missed the penalty, could have easily put his head down, but he just came back and, and that goal to put us 2-1 up was sensational. You know, the move, the finish was brilliant. And a big goal in the game. Bruno has been big for us since coming in. And even 
if his performances have dipped a little, we should know by now that he will do his best to influence games and get the win. Top performance by him today. Rashi, I'd give him a 9-2. Was very positive and, and direct with his play today. You know, didn't slow down playing and stop on the ball. He made up his mind quickly and, and drove at the Newcastle defence a lot of the times. And he's such a dangerous player when he does that. And he was rewarded with that goal in the end that he truly deserved. And, and he really deserved that. You know, I was happy for him. Uh, Marcus is another example to the team and, and the young players because he does so much off the pitch every day. Uh, and I'm proud of him for that. But he is also laser focused when it comes to his football too. You know, he hasn't always had it great. He's had some tough times, but, you know, he, he loves the club and he's willing to work through it. You know, he's becoming a great man on and off the pitch. So continue the good work. Either him or Bruno were men of the match for me. So, yeah, another top performer. Um, you know, Harry Maguire had an argument even to be man of the match. Uh, so, you know, maybe between those three you can pick. Um, subs. Onion Paul came off the bench and, and played very well. Changed the game also, you know, and added the quality in the midfield to play that final ball. And they sped up the play again at a crucial time, which allowed us to kill off the game because, you know, I thought they were catalysts in winning that game just because of the quality that they possessed after all they subbed them on. I'd give them both a seven. You know, what I'm talking about is once they came on, we, we, we once again had a pep in our step and then we took 2-1 and that quickly turned into 3-1 and then 4-1. Um, <clears throat> Matic, a stand of five because he didn't really have nothing much to do in the end when he came on. And finally, the manager, I'd give him an eight today. You know, on Friday, I said he needed to make some tough decisions and he did that. He didn't exactly do what I predicted, what he what was needed but his trust in Harry Maguire was repaid and Harry definitely made a statement tonight proved me wrong and proved a few guys wrong you know I said he needed a rest but you know tonight's performance you know he showed that he played with energy he played with aggression and you know he he played like the Harry Maguire that we were accustomed to seeing at Leicester that, that's the Harry Maguire we paid for you know so you know, like I said before, it's all about consistency now. Or they dropped Paul and, and like I said, it, it ended up working out to a certain extent. And when he decided to bring him and Donny off the bench, their quality in the end put Newcastle to bed. So decision making was A1 today and, and even though the lineup at first confused a few of us, it all worked out in the end. So we can take a deep breath and relax, at least until Tuesday. But in the end, this is what we needed going into Tuesday against PSG. You know, the guys will have some confidence and the most important thing is to go into that game fearless. PSG are a better team than us. We know that. And they will remember how we knocked them out when we were last in the Champions League a few years back. All the pressure is on them. So we have to go into the game with confidence and no fear and prove that we can hold our weight with Europe's top dogs again. But for now, this has been the Stay United podcast. 
If you want updates about this pod or just general football chat, follow my Instagram and Twitter at stayutdpod. Talk to me, man. I don't bite. But until the PSG preview that will be out on Monday, stay united, my peoples.